Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business. Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, John Shookman, and I am so thankful to have you with me for today's episode. A huge thank you to Jennifer Harshman and Harshman Services for sponsoring today's podcast episode. I'm so thankful for the team at Harshman Services for being a part of helping my business and for sponsoring the podcast. Let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to today's episode. Hope you guys are well, and I'm honored to have you with me. On today's episode, I want to talk to you about how to do sales differently and a better way to do sales and how to win and actually be good at sales. And really, everything I'm going to share with you on today's episode is a lesson from a few recent interactions I've had with basically someone who's a former coworker who's basically just doing it all wrong in sales. And um, I try not to be critical, but I've seen a few interactions and I've seen them not have success with sales. And literally everything I'm talking about in this episode, I want you to, normally I try to give you advice on, hey, here's how to improve, here's how to do this. On today's episode, it's basically do the opposite of everything you are hearing if you want to be good at sales and if you want to do sales in a much better way. But honestly, you know, a lot of you that I talk to in the real estate business, you overcomplicate this. You make sales and relationships so hard, right? You act like it's, you know, like solving world peace or, you know, discovering the purpose of life. You really overthink it. And the point is, if you want to win at sales, if you want to succeed, if you want to sell and have success, you build relationships, you treat people the right way, you check in with people, you know, we've often talked about for your clients, this relationship doesn't end on settlement day and you never, you know, they never hear from you again, you check in with them, happy birthday, happy anniversary, all those things, you keep building that relationship, it doesn't end at the settlement table. So I'm going to bring up a story and talk about the lesson learned from this interaction, um, how you need to basically build relationships and not do things the way this person did. So I'm going to bring up someone that I used to work with in the banking world. We are going to call her Jessica, okay? So Jessica and I used to work at a local bank together in Lancaster. Um, I'm going to be super honest. We were never the best of friends. I didn't like her, to be honest. Uh, Like part of it was probably me. There was certainly a lot of competition and jealousy there from her when I got to the bank where Jessica worked. She was one of the longest tenured people in that position as a customer service representative in that role. And again, I, I don't want to be cocky, but I had a lot of success in that roles, just like I had a lot of success in other sales roles in banking. Um, I got you know people to open credit cards. I got the banking customers to expand their banking relationship with us. I got them to open more accounts, open more debit cards, credit cards, get loans with us, mortgages, etc. And when you work in a financial institution, basically, you know, we all see those letters that go out. Hey, join our bank and get $250 in direct deposits for free, you know, if you can put, you know, a thousand or two thousand dollars in that account in, you know, the first 90 days. And you might see these in the mail sometimes and think, well, why the heck do they just give away free money? Well, because uh, banks are trying to expand their relationship with you, right? The way they see it is, let's say you have, we'll pick uh, two, you know, national banks. Let's go uh, Bank of America 
and someone like Wells Fargo, okay? So let's say you bank at Bank of America, you have one account, a checking account, and then you get a mailing from Wells Fargo that says, hey, come over here, we'll give you 200 free dollars. If you just have one account, you're likely to move that banking relationship. However, let's say at Bank of America, you have a debit card, a checking account, a savings account, a line of credit, a credit card, your mortgage with them. I don't know if they do mortgages, but you get the point you're probably less likely to go and take that Wells Fargo offer for $250 if you have a very large relationship with them. So in banking, we wanted you to expand your relationship so that you would not just walk out the door for $200 free dollars. But again, I, I was good at looking at a customer's account, seeing you know their relationship and how we could expand it. So for instance, one thing I was pretty good at um, if you came in to see me at the bank, I would look up your account and say, oh, you made a $10,000 payment to Capital One. Do you have a credit card there? Something like that. And try to get that relationship within our bank. So maybe I say, oh, hey, uh, did you know that if you have a, you know, account here and a credit card here, you, you know, you get these points and you can just pay it right from your checking account instead of having to do an external transfer. It goes right away. You know, those kinds of things. So all that to say, again, God bless me very much. I had a lot of success in the banking world and Jessica really didn't like it. Jessica didn't like that I had more success than her with less years of banking experience. But we worked together. I went through a couple of promotions at multiple banks, including that one. Um, and then of course, right, I lost my final job there, my last W-2. Jessica also advanced through the bank. To be honest, sometimes I don't know how because she came across as rude and abrasive and had an attitude, but managers liked her and that's fine, good for her. Got a few promotions. And then when I was finally in real estate, Jessica was an assistant branch manager within the institution, wanted business. So she wanted to partner with local business owners. Do you see where this is going? So she invited me to the branch and said, hey, John, it's, uh, you know, I see you're in real estate. I would love to see you and connect with you. Come over to the branch. Of course, I was desperate for business at the time. So I didn't care that we didn't have a great relationship. I said, sure, let's meet up. And she invited me into the branch to swap business cards. I remember going into the branch to meet her and we swapped some business cards. And she said, hey, here are some business cards for you. Please hand them to your potential clients and have them, you know, come open, you know, a checking account and expand their banking relationship with our bank. So here's the funny part. Like I said, we were never the best of friends, right? But I remember like thinking, hey, she's inviting me over, extending an olive branch. Let's go meet her. I got to her desk and sat down and Jessica said, hey, hey, here's some business cards for you. Hand them to your clients. And she had a stack ready to go of, I'm not kidding you guys, probably 25 to 30 business cards. So of course, I said, oh, thank you so much. I took the business cards, told her I'd hand them out. And uh, I said, here, here's, a, here's my business cards. Grab some as well and you know, let's swap. I'll give out your business cards. You give out mine. You know, and, and I'd love to help any of your banking clients when it's time to buy or sell a home. She goes, awesome, I'll grab some. And she literally, guys, I counted, she grabbed three business cards. <laughs> so she hands me a stack of 30 business cards and she grabs three. And in that moment, I said, I, I said, oh my goodness, nothing has changed with her. She wants me to build her business but she's not going to actually help me to build mine. She's not going to refer anyone to me. And so I was reminded in that moment, 
She's not trying to build relationships. She's not really extending the olive branch. She basically brought me in here to pitch her banking services and the financial institution and for me to go give her free advertising to my clients. And so I knew in that moment, first of all, I don't like the way she treats customers. And so I'm not going to do that. She's just not going to happen. So she didn't do a great job of trying to build a relationship with me. She just threw some business cards in front of me and then was done with it. She wanted, you know, the free handouts of her business cards. And that is not how sales works. That's not how you have success. It's it's just not. Now, that day in her branch was the last time I interacted with her until recently. So that was three or four years ago. And I had not heard from her. But the other day, this is where the episode really came from. The other day, we had not spoken at all. I saw on LinkedIn that Jessica went to another bank and became a branch manager, right? And so it was actually the bank I was previously at before I worked with her at the local bank. And so I said to myself when I saw this update on LinkedIn, I said, I would bet you a million dollars that she will reach out to me. Now, it's a good thing I didn't bet myself because I didn't have a million dollars. But sure enough, 24 hours later, my phone rings and it's Jessica. And I thought, do I answer it? Do I not? But I said, you know what? I'll answer the phone. Maybe she's changed. Maybe this and that. Right. But you know where this is going. So I answered the phone. I said, hey, Jessica, how are you? And it was literally the most awkward conversation because she goes, oh, hey, John, how are you doing? I was just checking in, seeing how you're doing. I just wanted to let you know that I'm at a new financial institution here at this bank. Uh, I would love to help your clients, uh, you know, open accounts, um, do anything, you know, to take to bring their business over to our bank. And I just said, okay, thanks for letting me know. And she said, okay, cool. Thanks so much. And she hung up the phone. <laughs> and she ended it by saying, oh, I was just checking in, seeing how you were doing. But she didn't really check in and see how I was doing. Um, so I knew what it was when I answered the phone, knew I wasn't going to really engaged. So I was just kind of like, yep, I'm good. Hope you're well. She went on about, you know, her new position and how great the bank was. The call lasted. No lie, guys. Two minutes, maybe three minutes. Spent the entire time talking about her bank, even, you know, even though I used to work there, telling me about her branch and her role there. And except for saying like, hi, how are you, right, to really start the conversation, did not once ask about me, my family, my real estate business, what I was working on, what I was struggling with, what I was having success with. And so in that moment, I just was reminded, she's not in this to build relationships at all. She's not trying to actually help me or my business or care about me at all. She's trying to, just like she did in the first bank, use this as an opportunity to pitch her services, shove 30 business cards in my face, and walk away. She doesn't actually want to help me. And so I very quickly, again, like wasn't rude, but gave very quick answers. One word, two words, three words. Listened to her little spiel for two or three minutes, whatever it was, and got off the phone. Now, what is the point? Jessica will often say, and I see posts on LinkedIn and this and that, that she doesn't know why she's not having success in the business and banking. And many of you will hopefully hear this and say, 
She's not having success because she's not building relationships. She's not caring about those relationships with her clients, other business partners, right? In banking, mortgages, you know, insurance, are you building relationships or are you just kind of being like Jessica where you set up these meetings, shove 30 business cards in someone's face and then leave and they don't hear from you for two or three years? And it's just hilarious because I knew when I saw that post on LinkedIn that Jessica was going to reach out because she was in a new job, new fancy role, new fancy title, and she would reach out and tell me about this new role. So again, it happened within 24 hours, and really I feel bad for her, but she would never be a person I can actually have a hard conversation with because she's a know-it-all. So I hope that this is a lesson to you. How do you want to do sales? right? This is a better way to do sales. A better way to do sales is build relationships, care about people. You know, even after settlement, I try my best. Now, I'm not perfect at it to reach out to my clients all the time. I've had people that refer their friends to to me in real estate, and I thank them and try to keep the relationship open. I have people even recently in my business, as my business expands into the podcasting world, the coaching, the membership, I try my best. Now, again, I'm not perfect at it, but I'm trying to grow in this of even sending a thank you card to that person. Hey, thank you so much for referring that person into the membership. And so I hope that you can think about this in your business. Are you struggling to build relationships and to have sales? Maybe it's because you're like Jessica, where you're not actually trying to get to know people and care about them. You're just shoving business cards in their face, having a two-minute phone call about yourself, (laughs) and then wondering why nobody wants to work with you. I hope in your real estate business, you are reminded constantly, especially with today's episode, that it's all about relationships. It's all about caring about people and serving them. And if you can do this, you will have a lot more success than people like Jessica who do not build relationships. So building relationships, caring about people, it's not rocket science. It is simple and it's an easy way to grow your business without having to be pitchy. Build relationships with people, serve their needs, seek to be helpful, and you will have success. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you on our next episode. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much, and we will see you on the next episode.